This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Let's um, begin with um, prayer. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you are doing and will do in the future. Our eyes are on you. And if you don't open our eyes and unstop our ears, we can never know, never have an understanding. But I thank you that the Spirit of God has come, and we welcome him and his work. We believe you, Father, and take you at your word that when the Spirit of God has come, that he will show us what is to come. And in particular, this year, 2021, we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. Amen. There we go. Got the heat on today, so it's dry in here. <coughs> Excuse me. There we go. All right, we're going to uh, end 2020 with gratitude for all that God has done. And 2020 surely, truly brought plenty of options and opportunities to trust, to draw near, uh, to step up. And I don't know about you, but I have found God faithful. And I pray that he finds us faithful in the right here and the right now, steady and at the ready to listen obediently for his will and his way. And today... I heard the Lord say this, said, you know, many are weary in the uh, working and and the the, uh, well-doing, fatigued in the fight, but we want to hold out hope because this is the dawning of a new day and a greater day with the coming of 2021. So today, I'll entitle this, What's to Come in 2021? You can take notes, but and I and I want you to understand that there's no way to un, uh, unload a uh, all of the harvest of this today. Simply a seed; it's a package uh, of seed, and it will become uh, out of what you and I will do with every prophetic word. Word of prophecy. Every word from God is has the potential and the possibility uh, of great provision in our lives. But that is not automatic. Just no more than a seed on your fingertip or in a package. You know, it must be processed properly in order to produce. It's the same thing with God's Word. The Bible says the sower sows the Word. You know, we were watching uh, uh, KCM this morning, and we spent two years in Texas. And I'll tell you, it cost us some money. (laughs) We dropped some money in Texas, honey. Uh, But it was was a time... Uh, where God was doing a work in us that he might do a greater work through us. And we I was simply reminded, uh, we were talking about how on that particular new year, we attended uh, uh, the special meetings church service at Eagle Mountain. And boy, that colors everything that I'm talking about today. I mean, we received a revelation of the seed of the Word of God, of the Word being seed. Uh, changed my life, changed our lives, changed our ministry. And and we were talking about that. We were being reminded of that uh, um, today by the Holy Spirit as we were preparing to come over here. And, 
you know, uh, I said to Sam, I said, man, I said, it sure did cost a lot uh, to get uh, that revelation. But, oh, I'm so thankful that we did whatever whatever it took. And it took a lot for God. He had to move us out of New England all the way to Texas, take us through a process. But I'm going to tell you what, that was the one thing that changed everything. Now, I'm going to talk to you today about, about really focusing uh, your life on there's one thing. Because the Lord had told me, he said, there's only one thing that I have to say to this people. Now, we're going to say a lot of things. All right, they're all part of and point to that one thing, but you, this needs to be caught. This is not just another thing that, that you know, uh, um, that's taught and then just like, you know, regular school out there in the world, you know, you got to cram and jam for the exam, but you didn't learn anything. You just learned to cram and, you know, uh, for the exam and you got the right answers, but did it change your life? See, knowledge, you know, without understanding, it just tends to puff us up. We think we know, but we don't. It's life understanding, amen. So you, we want to catch this uh, today. So what's to come in 21? And this is not just something that, you know, sat around for a week and or a day or whatever and, you know, <clears throat> put together, quote, another sermon. I think that people... Uh, believe, and that may very well be how the program works for some preachers. It does. That's not how it works for me. You know, uh, uh, I believe that we live a life. Uh, we get under the uh, the stream, and we live by every word that streams out of the mouth of God for ourselves. And then that, there, and then the overflow of that. Some of it's for you. Amen. I, I look at this. This isn't for anybody but me, Lord. I've heard you. And it started talking about this way back in uh, last year. See, because the seed for the coming year is forming this year. Are you listening? Every harvest in your life uh, brings new seed for your life. People are, are, are always just you know, uh, happy about eating the apple. Uh, but it's, you know, momentary and then it's gone. It's the seed, that it's the core that holds the seeds that if you are wise and understand, you'll never be without apples again. You can give apples to the whole world if you just pay attention. The most important part is the part most people throw away. And most people just come and eat you know, uh, a teaching, eat a thing, it, it satisfies them momentarily, but do not carry away the seed of it, which is what God intended all along. Was to not meet just temporary needs, but that God would bring eternal uh, things into our life. And the Word of God is eternal. The revelation of God's Word is eternal if we don't let it slip. You know, it's possible to let it slip. It's possible that it, God threw it out there and we let it slip right on by us. It's possible to not value it enough to tuck it away. Are you listening? And, and find great value in the Word, see? Uh, you know, you can you, you could take everything else away. I'll get it all back again and more because I know more about the Word now than I ever did when it first started. I got more of, of revelation in God. Now, are you listening? That's why, you know, uh, you face a new year uh, w understanding that a God will call things that are not as though they already were. Speak of, speak to nothing or, and bring something out of that because there's already something there. It's the hope of God, the blueprint of God. And he'll provide the seed you need for that provision. God provides seed. The first provision is seed for sowing, which when sown becomes bread for eating. Anyhow, I need to stay with the script here. What's to come in 2021? Well, it'll be a year of expansion, an expansion year. Uh, we'll unpack that later. The greater one is bringing greater things. A greater measure, an expansion of kingdom come will be done. 
God's kingdom come, God's will be done. Matthew, the sixth chapter, 33rd verse. We've heard this before, but let me, let me qualify this. It says, but seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all. The Passion Bible says, above all else, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. 2021 be a year of doing, getting things done, greater things, God things, kingdom things, his things first in 2021. 2021 brings an expansion of the emphasis on this verse. God will emphasize this as he always has, but it will be an expansion of that with the intent, God has purposed that it would be priority that comes out of theology and down on into a practice in our life. That today, the one I have, I seek first. Before all and above all, the kingdom of God and his way of doing things. His rule and reign in my life and wherever uh, I go, we're exercising uh, that dominion, bringing the king. I said bringing the king. And his kingdom. Now this is one thing to change everything. Kingdom come, will be done, advancing the kingdom. And we need to qualify this. The kingdom is his kingdom. God's not obligated. And uh, I will have to say that, you know, he uh, he is uh, pretty much done with... Our kingdoms. The the time has come where the kingdoms of this world are going to become the kingdom of the the God of God. There is a growing up and a coming of age where we understand the requirement and the reward. Now, I grew up in a farm family, and there were no unused hands, even if those hands were size small glove or size three boot. If you could hold a calf bottle, you had a job. You could take a cup, uh, a styrofoam cup to the garbage can. We learned real, real early that we do. We're, we're doers. We, we have something to do. We are participators in the progress of the process of the household, and that's called living by faith. Around him, everybody work. Well, you know, I found out that with God, that's true. You would be a new believer, but, you know, you need to be doing something for God. You may not be ready to, uh, you know, for some aspects uh, of bringing the kingdom, but there is some type, some place, some service that you are being uh, equipped and empowered and prepared for, and we best be doing that. Uh, the, The faith will be shown in the doings. Faith can be seen. Well, we're saying, God, show me something. God says, show me something. Show me some faith. Jesus, seeing their faith, they tore the roof off. I mean, you, he could have said anything. Hey, what y'all doing now? You're tearing up my house. You know, well, I mean, you know, all kind of reactions, but the, how, the roof is getting torn off. The, he, down on some ropes. I mean, you couldn't, you talk about drama. I mean, in the middle of a service, all of a sudden the roof is torn off, you know, and here comes this guy, they're lowering him down on ropes on a stretcher. And the Bible says, you know, I guess Jesus must have stopped preaching. I'm sure he was like. And when the guy got in front of him, it says, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man who couldn't move, make a move. And if you got enough faith to tear the roof off and lay there still, you couldn't talk them out of this son. You got enough faith. Take that bed and go home. I'm going to give you what you came for. You can see faith because faith does something. Faith ends in an action. Faith is, an, is a verb. It's called doing.
one message for this people in 2021. Let me let me qualify this. Uh, you know, in our house, you know, perhaps it was old generation. Same thing in ours. We carried it over the way we raised our kids. They didn't get a handout. If they got an allowance, it wasn't to do nothing. <laughs> Something was required if they were going to be rewarded. And I'll tell you, at 8, 10 years old, they were, they were out there before uh, daylight, uh, you know, humping papers up and down the street with the bag. Amen. You know, <clears throat> I, I remember one of them saying one time, why don't you just give me everything like all my friends? And I said, because here's the thing, you know, uh, we can drop you off. We get done training you, we can drop you off anywhere. You'll be all right. Because when you work it, you'll have, you'll eat it. You'll have the money, you'll have everything. No worky, no eaty, no money, no nothing. Amen. No dewey, no blessed. Because we're blessed in the doing. Uh, coming of age, that's not a hard, that's not a cruel thing. That's not a mean thing for God to require us to grow up. Matter of fact, my entire existence uh, as a pastor is based on equipping you to do the work of the ministry. It is not to be the minister and, you know, let's wind him up and watch him run. Pastor, you need to pray. You need to do this. You need to do that. No, it's to equip you. Boy, Jesus lives in you. The Holy Ghost lives in you. There's healing in your hands. There's life in your tongue. You have the word of the Lord because you have the, the, the Lord that has the word on the inside of you. The gifts of the Spirit. All of it belongs to you for the work of the ministry. Well, when's, when you seek to do, see, that's when, when you do, God will do. Here's the thing. It, being blessed will be tied more directly to being a blessing. As you go to bless, that's when the blessing will really flow. <clears throat> when, a, uh, when we're children, we seek, we think, and we act in life as a child. We have a childish uh, a point of view, a position, and a perspective, and that's fine. But it, 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 it's not right to stay in that immaturity. When we're, we are, the whole process of life and health and wholeness in life is that we grow up and our perspective is, con- is constantly changing. You are here to make a contribution. Your struggle is your story and your story is your contribution. Let it be his story. Let it be what God has see, what great things God has done. But you know, he's not going to do them by himself. He's going to do it with you. We could translate it this way. If you want to see God do something, you do something. And then you'll see God do something. When we come of age, we grow and... and and we begin the maturity process. And the Bible says that, that my job is to bring us into the full knowledge. Bring us into oneness in the faith in Jesus Christ until we all reach the full stature. Do you want to stay stunted or do you want to have the full stature of Jesus? You want to grow up in Him and do the works you were created to do. How you cannot glorify God. He enjoys us and gets tickled with us, you know, when we, you know, uh, uh, feed our ice cream to the puppy. Don't know no better. And then take a bite of it ourselves. You know, know, that's wonderful entertainment. But we're not here to be entertained. We're here to be educated. We're here to not just be entertained. So much of the church wants to be entertained that, that they will be. But those that want to be educated, trained for ruling and reigning, you need to check yourself now where that's concerned because there's some stuff, you, childish things you're going to have to put away. 
All right. Here's the principle. We must first let go of the less to reach for and possess the greater. You can't have both. We can settle for less. Remember last week we flipped it, we turned it from upside down to right side up. The new focus would be from being blessed, living, forgetting, to being a blessing, living, forgiving. Genesis 12 and 2, the Abrahamic blessing of which uh, was promised to Jesus and which we uh, also was promised to us in him. It said, God said this, I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors and make your name distinguished, and you shall, will be a blessing, dispensing good to others. That's Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. Psalms 72, verse 10. This was David's last uh, recorded prayer, and it was over his son Solomon, but really it's a, a, it, who was a... a who was a great king, none greater, the Bible says. Uh, But it's also, I see Jesus in this. It says, bless us with a bountiful harvest so that his name may be honored forever. May the fame of his name spring forth. May it shine on like sunshine. Now listen to this. In him all will be blessed to bless others. And may all the people bless the one who blesses them. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says this, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet drink, and send portions to him for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. And be not grieved and depressed, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. What's the... What's God's greatest joy? Giving, blessing you and I. Blessing others. His commands are not grievous, but to many, sometimes that they are. You know, when when we just come to get, and we don't realize that the words of Jesus were, it's more blessed to give than to get. Learn to live a life of giving. Isaiah 1 and 19 says, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Let me give you a fundamental lesson in learning to give to God what belongs to God. Certainly give to Caesar what belongs to him. You and God will have to decide that. Uh... But uh, don't honor men above God. The Bible says tithing, giving God the first fruit of our substance, out of our substance, honors him. It says honor the Lord with, what does that say? Put him in his highest place above all, before uh, all. And what are the promises? God says I'll open up the windows of heaven. I'll pour you out a blessing. He said, and I will rebuke the devourer. So that what does the devourer come to devour? The blessing. How does he do that? He does it by getting the seed. I don't have time to go all with that. But listen, if we refuse and, and rebel, you will be devoured. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Luke 6 and 38, these are Jesus' words. He said, give generously, and generous gifts will be given back to you, shaken down to make room for more. Abundant gifts will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over the top. Most of our attention goes to the getting side, but it's contingent on the first give. Your measurement, these are words of Jesus, your measurement of generosity becomes the measurement of your return. The Message Bible says it in a place says this, the world of the generous gets larger and larger, greater and greater. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Now, 2021, getting getting is tied more directly to giving. 
Harvests are tied more directly to seed. Reaping tied more directly to sowing and growing. Now, uh, here's the thing. You're not required to walk in the faith that I have. You're required to walk in the faith that you have. Okay? A three-year-old is not going to be required to do what a 16-year-old. A 16-year-old is not going to be required to do what a 40-year-old. But everybody's required. It's going to be tied more directly your own to your own. All right? Now, I need to qualify this. See, it's more than money because everybody right now is just thinking of the, all the blessing and, and they measure it with money. It's more than, we need a greater understanding of the blessing of God. It is what we give to God, our time. Well, I'll tell you, having time on this earth is the blessing of God. Being able to see your grandchildren grow up is the blessing of God. Being able to influence and affect the generation and their, and their children is the blessing of God. I don't care if you're living in a cardboard house, honey. If you've got your family around you, teach them to trust in God. Show them the goodness of God. It'll be the best cardboard house you ever have till you get, are you listening, till you get more faith in him, realize that God's bigger than the cardboard shack. But he'll be with you in the shack. How do you know? Oh, I can testify, honey. I know God. The, the thing, I'm a prosperous man because I, find, I begin to realize wherever I was, whatever position and condition, it didn't matter. God was with me and he wasn't going to leave me like he found me. One thing that changes everything. Blessed to be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. So as you bless, you will be blessed. Your time, your energy, your talents, your resources, all are gifts to be given to God, service to God. When God blessed man originally, he said, use all of earth's vast, heaven and earth's vast resources in the service of God and man. Now, a final word for 2021, this is from the great shepherd of the sheep. And now this was actually just a few days ago. Uh, And I want to quote, listen, y'all, when when we say uh, this is a prophetic word, this is a prophecy, I'm prophesying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying what I'm seeing and I've been hearing God and I'm pointing a finger towards this. And it's subjected to the scriptures. It's subjected to uh, the judgment of God, first of all. As God said this, he said, now listen. He said, when somebody stands up and says there, they're hearing from me or seeing from me. He said, you better make sure that they are. And here's how you know it will come to pass. And he said, if not, he goes, they're not from me. And I'll point my finger at that and say, that wasn't from me. You know, so, so it's not just some flippant thing. You know, we're not up here to tickle anybody's uh, ears. It is, with, it is with honor and reverence and fear and trembling and working out, quote, our own salvation. But then also... You know, uh, having to take courage <laughs> and to put it on out there uh, and say, thus says the Lord. I believe I've heard from God in that. But I'm confident of this. I'm confident of this. I, I've, I have uh, spent almost 40 years now, and the priority of my life is to hear the voice of God. I learned that that is my life, too. I cannot live without hearing from God. I have to hear from God every day. And it would be so much easier just to hear from God for your own self. Me and my four no more. You know, it's most times Sandy agrees with me. Most of the time, Sandy. Most of the time. Now, it's a powerful thing when we're in agreement on things. Amen. She'll compare what she sees with what I see. And then we come together and find out whether or not we can agree. And there's sometimes I don't see it, but I trust her because I know she hears from God and sees things from God. So I'll throw my agreement in there with her. You know, and very, very powerful when any two or three agree 
as to touching anything on the earth. Amen. Now, one thing we can agree on is God's word. And when you hear a word, you've got your responsibility is to go like those who are first called Christians, the Bereans, and go and search it out and say, is God, are you saying this? Amen. So this seed, you know, it will be seen as it's sown. Add some, mix some faith with it, but see if it's God. Amen. So here's the final word for 2021. The great shepherd of the sheep. You know Jesus is your pastor. I'm not a hireling now, you know. Uh, if that would be, there's a lot of things could have run us off a long time ago. But here we are. Amen. This is our assignment. The great shepherd has called these shepherds uh, to shepherd this sheep. And we have other sheep also. Uh, we thank God that uh, some of them are Facebook sheep. Some of them are YouTube sheep. Some of them are podcast sheep. Some of them live far, far from here. But, you know, uh, if you hear his voice in this voice, see, he's shepherding you and we're pastoring you. And this is for you today. The great shepherd of the sheep. In Ezekiel, the 20th chapter, and I want to read this out of the, because uh, I heard this uh, phrase from the Lord. He said, he said, I'm going to pass you under the rod. I thought, that's an interesting statement. I said, you sure you don't want to use the staff because the rod, first I know, a little stronger deal. Anyhow, listen to this in Ezekiel 20, chapter, verse 21. This is the word of the Lord. It's a written Logos word, but it has become a rhema word. And I'm going to speak it out because it needs to be in the earth. Uh, we speak, we have to say what we see. We must write down what he shows us. And we need to say what we see because that word needs to come into the earth in order to start growing the manifestation demonstration of it, but it also that it might run swiftly in the earth. How does it get in the earth? Men speak it. Men speak it. We speak the word of the Lord. So he says this, verse number 37 uh, in verse uh, in uh, Ezekiel uh, Actually, it's 21, I believe, here. No, 20. It's verse, excuse me, it's chapter 20, verse 37. That's what happens when you have a parallel Bible and they have two different things on the pages here. But anyway, he says this, And I will cause you to pass under the rod as the shepherd does his sheep when he counts them. And I will count you as mine, and I will constrain you and bring you into the covenant to which you are permanently bound. And I will purge out and separate from among you the rebels and those who transgress against me. I will bring them out of the country where they temporarily dwell, but they shall not enter the land of Israel." then you shall know and understand and realize that I am the Lord. Same verse of Scripture in Ezekiel uh, 20, verse 36 uh, through uh, 38 here in the Message Bible. Listen, he says, As I faced your parents with judgment in the desert of Egypt, so I'll face you with judgment. I'll scrutinize and search every person as you arrive, and I'll bring you under the bond of the covenant. I'll call out the rebels and the traitors. I'll lead them out of their exile, but I won't bring them back to Israel. Then you'll realize that I am God. Now, God's going to take care of sheep and the goats, but there's going to be a separating between those who will and those who won't. But all are going to pass under his rod. This, this is, there are some things that are the work of man. There are other things that are sovereignly the work of God when he says, I'm going to do this. This is going to happen. This is what the Lord's going to do. 
Ain't no point in praying that God bless what we want to do or what we want done. That what's blessed is what the Lord's going to do. Now, like David, if we if the Lord is, you know, our all in all, he would lay down and say, Lord, just search me. Dig around deep down in there. I mean, there might be hidden things that I can't see, but you, you're good. You go ahead. You know, work me over real good. Fix me up. Uh, I mean, get down in there. I, I, want, I want to be pure. Because that's when the power flows. Blessed are the pure in heart. They will see God. Born if you ever see Him. Amen. High and lifted up. When this train fills the temple, there will be the outcry. Lord, here I am. Well, first it will be, Lord, I'm undone. The Lord said, don't worry, I'm going to take care of that. We're going to touch you with some fire. I heard the Lord say this. There will be a purifying and a purging in the passing of 2021. There will be the passing under. For the separation of the sheep and the goats, there'll be a passing over where he'll pass over those who won't and don't for those who will and do. Now, the Lord called to my remembrance Jesse's sons when David was chosen. Such appropriate songs that were sung here today. The prophetic word in 1 Samuel 16 and 6, it says when they, when, when they had come and the prophet looked them over. The, he lined them up from the eldest to the youngest, Jesse. At the, at the uh, behest, the requirement uh, of Samuel, the prophet of God, uh, he came uh, under instruction from God. It says, when they had come, the prophet looked on the eldest son and said, now he didn't say this to the he didn't say it to the young man. He said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. He's speaking and prophetically to the Lord. He goes, surely this one right here. The Bible talks about the firstborn being the strength and the glory of the family. He said, surely, he goes, the Lord's new anointed. See, because... Listen, don't listen. There's a principle in the Bible. Anything or anyone that is removed will be replaced. Can be and will be replaced. Amen. Moving right along. Now if you're going to have the greater, you're going to realize that the lesser will be removed. In order for you to have the greater, there's some things that you're going to have to just we're not going to have that no more. There's some things in your life, my life, I'm not going to have that no more. That don't go into the great. That's not the greater. Oh, when you're looking at the lesser, remember these words. He said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. He says, but the Lord said to Samuel. Samuel said that to the Lord. But the Lord said this to Samuel. He said, look not on his appearance or at the height of his stature. I know he's the firstborn. I know he looks good. He is a supreme specimen. But he said, don't look at that. He goes, for I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. In 2021, it will not be difficult to discern or distinguish the difference but there will be a definite distinction between the disobedient and the obedient. Those with lip service and those that are serving with life service. Expect the expansion of this revelation uh, into manifestation and demonstration. This is not just going to be a... For some people, it's just another sermon and, you know, who do he think he are, da-da-da-da-da. They did that with Jesus. I'm good. That's good company to keep. Amen. Uh, But for those that are looking for the Lord, those that are looking to the Lord for 2021, he said, I have one thing to say. See, this is the hope that God holds out for. And this is what you were made for. You and I were created for this. This, you've been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this, to advance the kingdom of God. 
with him, together in full partnership with him. God's looking for full partnership. Why did he choose David? He said so right here. He called David a man after his own heart. He said, you're seeing the outside and it's pretty impressive. It's a good show, but that's all it is. The one that didn't even make the lineup, the runt. The one passed over. God tapped him, didn't he? That's the one. That's the one. I'll tell you there, I'm looking at the ones in this place today. Oh, honey, you just had to step over top of the news. You had to stop, step over the reasonableness. You had to step over all kinds of stuff this year. But look at you. You're still here standing in the presence of the Lord. Looking for the great shepherd to nod your way. And Tony, he's just not a nod. It's a wink too. He's like, I chose you. You're the chosen. Because you chose me. You Today you put God first. Now understand, I'm, listen, there are a lot of folks on every side and every end of the spectrum that I, you know, uh, and, and we understand that. I don't want you bringing your young children out here. Don't want the older folks with pre-existing conditions, all right? We're going to have a greater day for that, all right? You just, you have to, you know, you have to just connect how we can connect. There's no obligation where that is concerned. That's not what I'm talking about. But you, that your faith is strong enough that you've shaken off the yoke the world's tried to put on you and just said, you know what, I'm going to believe anyhow and I'm going to show up because, I, you know, I'm okay. I've got faith in my heart. I'll be okay. I know the world says, well, what about other people? They didn't have to come and they didn't. Amen. I got enough faith to go to Walmart, honey. I can come through the church, though. There's a lot of stuff there. There ain't hardly any. I don't know how many believe in what I believe when I go to Walmart, but I believe anyway, and I'm going to get my, I need them carrots, understand? I got a ham waiting, need them carrots with that ham. So, you know, hallelujah. COVID-19, get out of my way. Y'all breathing your own dust. Y'all breathing, hacking, chooping, or whatever. What, I'll just run down the other aisle, snatch the carrots, and run. <laughs> but I, I got to go on. How about you? Oh, come on now. Let's pray this, because every word from God is sealed with a prayer. You remember Mary said, be it unto me according to your word when, uh, uh, when John's daddy uh, got uh, uh, news of the born, when, his, uh, when his, uh, his last words were better than his first words. You know, he's a how and this going to happen, you know, and so he wasn't allowed to say anything. You know, if all you got is how's this going to happen, just shut up. Stay quiet for a little while. Put your mask on a little tighter. Amen. You don't want to breathe in your own dust of doubt and disbelief. Uh, but when his tongue was loose, <laughs> boy, he prophesied up a storm. I mean, he prophesied up a storm over that little one. Are you listening? He had nothing but good things to say. He had some time to think about what he was going to say when he finally had some say so. And aren't you glad that your last word can be greater than your first word? Aren't you glad that almost always our first reaction to a prophetic word from God is, I don't see, and God will go, I'm going to show you. Right now I'm just telling you, but I'm going to show you. Zip it. Just hold that as treasure in your heart. But... Let's pray a prayer. May every man and every devil be found proven a liar, but God be true. True to your word, Lord. We place this prophecy before you to be judged by you, and we declare your kingdom come and your will be done in 2021. Let me ask you today, you may be here, you may be uh, watching by uh, means of social media. There's no better or no greater time than now. This is the last Sunday of 2020. Well, I'll tell you, if ever there was a time to come to Jesus, and I'll tell you, I believe this, in 2021, you need to be done with some stuff now. Prodigals, you need to come home. Backsliders, you need to just go on ahead and backtrack. God's right where you left him. You need to come back to God. If you've never known Jesus, but I'm telling you, there's someone I'm talking to today. I mean, God, 
When are you going to realize? God has surrounded all them people telling you about Jesus, witnessing to you. You can't get away from them. They're, they're, God has placed some of them in your family. And you're having to go over there at Christmas. And you just, you've, I know this is pretty specific, but you just said, enough already. God says, yeah. Have you had enough? Because I'm not done. Well, you might have given up on you, but I'll never give up on you. Because I've got, I've got prayers that have been prayed. And I've got this big heart of love that no matter how far you run, you need to realize when you turn around, you get there, I'm going to be there too. Because I love you and I want you. You may not want me, but trust me. You're going to need me. And then you'll want me. But there's no better time, no better day than today. You know, I may not know you, but God knows you, and he's talking directly to you. Come to Jesus. Just trust Jesus. No better time than right now to give God your all, your heart, your life, your future. I'm going to pray a very simple prayer. And if you dare, I, I hope you'll pray it with me. But I'll tell you, this is one thing that will change everything. It won't just change your time here on earth. This will change your eternal destiny. This will change your forever. So if you're ready, let's pray. Jesus, I give myself to you. My all. I surrender all. I give you all. Come and be Lord over me. Come and be Lord to me right now. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you meant it from your heart, I'm going to tell you what a wonderful way to end 2020. What a wonderful, oh, glorious way to start 2020 because the greater one's going to bring greater things in 2021. And it's going to be a year doing, getting some things done, things that have not been able to uh, you have not been able to accomplish before things that have not been done before. You're going to see God do. You're going to see you do. You're going to see. You're going to see the doings of God. And I'm going to tell you what now. The the all the details of this will be discovered in the daily doings. But we've got a good general direction. I'm encouraged greatly. Amen. I really am. And uh, I'm going to pray these things over you all year long. That you catch a revelation. That you get the revelation of it. Prove God. Listen, there's a, to stop the inactivity, the, the inertia in your life. Sometimes we just need to make a move. And the way that we prove God's perfect and God's acceptable and God's goodwill Instead of just just languishing there, wondering about it, make a move. Make a move. And you'll know real quickly whether God's in it or God's not. Whether that was the right thing or the wrong thing. But make a move. You can't stay at the caution light forever. Maybe it's stuck. Maybe the city workers got laid off. Maybe they're protesting. Don't, don't want to fix the light. After a while, you look left, you look right. Proceed with caution, but get on. Go on down the road. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we just thank you for those that have prayed this prayer today and given their heart and their life to Jesus. And, Lord, we just thank you oh, that you're going to lead them and guide them. And you're going to be with them every step of the way into this new year. And we just thank you for it. Amen. Listen, if you'll contact us, we got some stuff we'd like to send you. Uh, we got some materials that we'd like to send you that will help you in your first few steps here with Jesus. So please, please let us know. Either you come to Jesus for the first time or you're coming back to Jesus. No matter. If you come to Jesus, you, you let us know. We'll, we'll do everything that we can to help you. We've got some materials free. Won't cost you a, a thing. Please just let us know that you desire them. We'll send them right out to you. Amen.
before we sign off, though, we'd like to share with everybody, uh, since we normally won't be having um, our, usually we have a watch night service, Pastor gave the word today, but also we want to join in on January 2nd, we start corporately as a people. And you may say, well, maybe I don't even have a church home. Well, join with us during a time of prayer and fasting for 21 days. We do this every year, and it is a powerful thing. Amen. So you pray about the type of fast that God's calling you to. Okay. Everybody's different. Maybe God has dealt with you about something. I'm going to tell you, we've had breakthrough testimonies where people gave up candy bars and soda and God did a miraculous thing. You know what? It was not about the thing. It was about the obedience that they were willing to say, you know what? I'm going to set something aside that's special to me or that I feel like I have to have and give it up so I can have a time of spending and time of prayer with God and for others. There's lots of things that we really need to be praying about and fasting about uh, during this 21 days. Uh, But whatever God has called you, you know, maybe it might be, you know, uh, food altogether. Maybe it might be TV, computer, you know, whatever it is, let it be though onto him. That's what's special is when we're willing to say, God, I'm going to give up something because I want to spend more time with you. This 21 days, so corporately when we come together, I'm telling you, it's a powerful thing when the people of God come together and pray. So we join you, join us on January 2nd for 21 days as we spend a special time of prayer and fasting. And the reason why it's January 2nd and not January the 1st, because tradition is has a very powerful uh, authority, and I know we ain't going to get up in folks' cornbread and black-eyed peas uh, in the South on January the 1st. So this is the 2nd. Uh, and uh, it's doable. Just load up real strong on black-eyed peas and cornbread. <laughs> And you know you're going to have a good year. Uh, fast the next 21 days, and boy, you'll come out uh, greatly, uh, greatly blessed by uh, the 22nd of January. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.